Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. It's often said that clarity is more important than certainty. So as a leader, you're a great example. Who is it that your people need you to be as a leader? And most leaders would say, well, they need me to be clear and certain. But the distinction that could be useful for you is they really just need you to be clear. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. I ended the last episode by sharing my own identity crisis, and now I want you to consider your own. When is life calling you to be something different than your self-prescribed identity suggests you are? Please take some time to think about that question before we get into today's conversation about how our skewed perception of identity affects our ability to be managers. You'll be glad you did. And hey, listen up. We've got a brand new live course starting April 11th, and it's a good one, so I don't want you to miss out. It's called Clear Thinking, Becoming More Effective, Fulfilled, and Happy at Work and in Life. One of the things that distinguishes humans from other animals is our ability to think, reason, and imagine abstract concepts. The problem is, most of us are never taught how to go about doing any of those things. I'm talking about rigorous, productive, critical thinking that actually changes you. It makes you better. Every day it gets harder to navigate and be successful in our complex world. So how do you cope? Do you accept less than for your life? Do you simply go through the motions putting on a smile and pretending to be fulfilled and engaged when in reality you're suffering? I know what that's like. One of the ways to evolve that's not widely appreciated is to learn to recognize when your mind is tricking you and think your way to a truer fulfillment. Thinking in a clear way gives you greater control over your life. It helps you overcome adversity and frees you to achieve your goals. In the new 11-week course, I'll be teaching you how to use the power of clear thinking to create radical change in your life. I'll give you practical skills that anyone can learn, practice, and apply. If you're willing to do the work, you can literally start improving your life right away. Imagine a life where you're no longer at the mercy of frustration, ineffectiveness, failed relationships, or financial loss that can result from a lack of careful thought. If that's something you desire, then this is the course for you. For more information, please visit clearandopen.com slash clearthinking. That's clearandopen.com slash clearthinking. Thanks for listening. Let's start the show. I have identity crisis around um, or strife around um, not being sure I know what direction I want to go personally or what direction the company should go. Uh Uncertainty of what I want being Uh probably the core. So what aspect of your identity, just to to sharpen a little bit, is there an aspect of of your identity that you feel like you have to give up or will have to give up in order to meet the problem in a different way? Yeah, I, I, I highly value the thought that I'm smart. <laughs> because smart people <laughs> always know what direction they're going in? 
Um, I suppose that's what I, that's the story I tell myself. Yeah, oh, okay. That right. <laughs> that's funny because I can, I have the uh, identity label smart, but I never include that because I've always been kind of a wandering monk in my life. So I, I right. funny to hear that. It, isn't that funny? Like, oh, for you, smart means you know where you're going. Uh-huh. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that is, uh, yeah, I like the certainty. And if I feel like there's uncertainty, I feel like I'm, there's a piece of the puzzle missing, makes me nervous. Ah, okay. Makes me feel like I don't, yeah. I see. So smart people are certain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, what I tell myself. Yeah, that's the story. Yeah, and there's always some trueness. There's always some truth to it, of course, because as a leader, it's often said that certainty, would clarity, is more important than certainty. So, as a leader, yeah. your great example being someone that people who who is it that your people need you to be as a leader? And most leaders would say, well, they need me to be clear and certain. But the distinction that yeah. could be useful for you is they really just need you to be clear. You don't have to. Be yeah, certain. and I need to think about that more. But I also, uh, yes, and I feel as if there's a, I should, I should be able to have strong ideas about what the future should hold for our company. Uh huh. Well, and how far in advance is the future according to the story? Well, we have a three-year picture and a ten-year plan. So those are the two benchmarks, and then we go on quarterly basis. Below that, yeah. Ten years is ambitious. Yeah, it's kind of like a we use EOS, which I think you've got good, pretty good strong knowledge. So it's not really a mm-hmm. it's not a plan. It's just a it's just a it's kind of you just you paint a faraway picture, basically. Uh huh. Okay. Not the not the details. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's a be a good thing to investigate because the cl- clarity is really important. You know, it's like and clarity is, I'd say, more of a being thing. One way to describe it, and um, certainty is, has more to do with doing. Like, I remember um, Michael Gerber, I remember vividly the speech he did to uh, all of us coaches, this was like 15 years ago, where he was talking about, he was talking with uh, Allstate at the time. And he was talking about possibly making a deal with Allstate so that like, all whatever, I don't know, 5,000 of their independent uh, agency owners all across the country would have Emith coaches. And I'm in a room full of like me and the other like 12 Emith coaches at the time. And we're like, uh, I've got room for three clients, you know, like, so I, and, and there was a moment where he's visioning, he's visioning, and, and you could kind of feel the tension of like people were starting to freak out on the inside. And on the outside, just kind of nodding. And, he, and at a certain point, he said, now I know what you're thinking. How would we serve these thousands of people? We're talking about scaling the business, you know, X number of times. And he said, and the answer is, we'll figure it out. And he took these long pauses. We'll figure it out. And he said, well, we've always been a five-day-a-week, 40-hour-a-week, a 40-hour, five-day-a-week, 40-hour-a-week company. And Nobody's going to do more than that. Life has to come first. We're going to figure it out. And he must have said, we're going to figure it out like eight times. You know, in this incredibly compelling, every cell of his body. When Michael Gerber spoke, nothing else in the world exists. He was just like, that's how present and focused he was. Is. And so everyone relaxed. Now think about that for a second. There's no reason why anybody relaxed. <laughs> he had no answer. But it's just the beingness of this is what's going to happen. 
and everything's okay. That's not certainty. It's more like clarity or confidence or whatever. That's really what people need. People don't need this is what's going to happen. And then it's good. They, they say they want that, right? And this sort of oh, oh, overly reduce it here. An, an employee or any follower, they're afraid. They don't know the future. If they weren't afraid of the unknown, they'd lead, they'd lead their own company, right? But they're not. They're following you. And they want you to make life safe for them in a way that's completely unreasonable. Am I always going to yeah. have this job? Will I make more money next year? What, what kind of customers was? You can't, they don't know. You don't know. You can't tell them that. So one way of saying it is it's your job to meet them where they are, be who and what they need, give them as much as you can while you train them to improve their relationship to the unknown. So in that moment where Michael said, I know what you're thinking, we'll figure it out, and we relaxed, that was a moment where he basically said, the fears you have about the unknown aren't useful for you right now. We'll figure it out. That's leadership. So, But leaders often will feel the needs of their people and think, oh, man, these people all want to know what's going to happen. And I'm supposed to know. Just like parents, because it's like, you know, after the placenta, there's not like a book that comes out that says how to raise a kid. <laughs> and here's the 10 DVD set about how to parent that comes with. Right? Within all those hormones that flush through the woman's body, there's not a lot of really clear, concise information about what to do. Mostly just, you know, some hormones that will let the baby crawl all over her without going crazy. And, uh, and a lot of love. So those really good intentions. But no, but doesn't get really yeah. clear, right? And so, yeah. go ahead. I had a midwife tell me once that yeah. that baby crawling is a very important physiological activity. Sure, absolutely. Just an aside, as, as an aside. Yeah, that, that that's insightful. I was fortunate enough to have a dinner, a small dinner with Michael Gerber in an event he was at in the Triangle, and. Um, I like Michael Gerber a lot, and you're you're. I can hear his voice saying that right now. When you say that, like I can hear him, I can see it in his eyes. He commands attention, and he's got a mesmerizing voice. He's yes, a, he's an amazing guy. Extremely, um, lots to learn from Michael Gerber. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the best speakers I've I've ever heard. And and the funny thing it was like you know you listen to him on DVDs and stuff. I'm like that's how he talked all the time. Like he'd stop by my queue yeah. and would stick his head over and be like, you know, and ask me, what are you doing? Are, you know, and like, how's it going? And it's just like the whole world disappeared. And you just look into yeah. his eyes and be like, everything is great. And he's like, that's great. That's terrific. You want to reinvent yeah. this company? Let's do it right now. You know, you're the CEO yeah. of this new branch of email. Really? I am? Like, his follow through was terrible, but for inspiration. Right. right. He's a great speaker. Oh, totally. Uh, he, he could inspire anyone about anything at any time. It was incredible. Yeah. Skill. So, in this, so the same thing, uh, the the same thing that happens in parenting is the same thing that happens in management, right? Parents think that they're supposed to know everything, right? The child is born, they realize they're clueless, they make it up as they go along, and you know, and then the kid starts asking questions, you know, when they're 10, 12, 15, 18, about you know all the stuff the parent never figured out because the kid's getting wise to it. Well, how do you know what job you should have, and how do you know who to marry? And and uh, you know, my father used to say to me all the time, 
he would say, well, because I would ask questions like that. And he would say, I don't have any answers. But it didn't really instill a sense of confidence in me because who he was being was, it was non-relational and kind of clueless. It wasn't the, you know what? There's so many different paths you can take in the world and no one can tell you what the right ones are. But here are some of the principles that have helped me. And when you have a question like this, you know, it's like he never sat down with me. I was like, okay, you've got three choices here. Let's explore what the potential impacts would be of each path. It was just like if we got out of his comfort zone, his hands were thrown up. You're like, hey, I don't have any answers. Thanks, Dad. You know, like, where are you? So there's, there's different ways of representing uncertainty. People need an energetic, something to lean into that doesn't have to be certain, but it does have to have a certain kind of validity to it. You know, and that's the beingness. But parents go into their heads and they think, well, I'm supposed to know all this. No, you're supposed to be something. They need you to be something. You know, imagine if a teacher, when kids started saying, well, when are we going to use this trigonometry? When are we going to use this history? And the teacher said, you know what? Honestly, guys, I don't know. I don't know when you're going to use this. But this is the curriculum we have. I can't change it right now. It's not my job to change it. I don't get to make calls on this. So let's talk about how we want to relate to all this material because I'm in the same boat you are. You think you have to learn it? I have to teach it. So what should we do now? Right? That's leadership. <laughs> That's like, here are the parameters. Here's what we can control. Here's what we can't control. What should we do? You want to complain about it for the rest of the quarter, rest of the semester? Want to resist it? Or do you, should we engage in it hoping that at least we're learning how to learn something and we'll find ways to apply it together. What do you, what do you think? There's no knowing there. There's just like, obviously one is better, I think. Or, or, the, process, or the process of learning it teaches you something in and of itself. Sure, right. Yeah, exactly. You know, could be way better, obviously, but it's better than nothing. Back to what I was talking about before, what, what happens is, in the inflexibility people, most people have at the level of being because they're attached to their identity, right? I can't be intelligent. I'm, you know, a construction worker. I'm a, I can't be funny. I'm an accountant. I can't be, it's just these stories people tell about themselves. That's where the limit is, whatever that story is. Because the truth is, Whatever the quality of being is, you've probably been it once in your life, at least. Vicious, altruistic, compassionate, determined, whatever. Name a quality of being. You probably were that. Merciless, merciful. So instead of looking here in yourself for what the quality of being is at any moment, what if you looked here? In the moment, oh, what's what, the employee is heartbroken? What do they need from me? Oh, my wife is distraught. What does she need from me? Oh, this customer is angry. What do they need from me? And so you let the moment dictate who you are rather than your mind. That's a succinct way of saying it. Because what the hell does your mind know? It's just. And that's the question. What what do they what 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 does the situation need from me? Yes. 
What's mm-hmm. the situation need for me? Rather than the mind saying, who am I and what should I do here? Who am I and how does that show up here? You've already limited yourself there. And, and again, super useful. Who am I and what kind of job should I have? Okay, well, a job, you're going to be spending half of your waking hours doing certain things. You probably want to go with qualities of being that are fairly natural for you. Terrific use of mind. But if you over-apply that, as we all tend to, then in any given moment, you're going to show up with your tried and true, well-practiced qualities, not necessarily what's called for. That's how you grow. Oh man, this is calling for me, you know, to write in simple ways. But that's not who I am. Well, that's what the moment thinks you are. That's the opportunity in this moment. So how are you going to show up? That's and that's how you let life be your teacher. So yeah, play around with that. See what happens. Throw who you are out the window. All the ideas you have about who you are, rather, and uh, see the that you contain multitudes. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.